This episode of Finding Demo Surf Fishing is being brought to you by the Kids Can Fish Foundation. Kids Can Fish is a federally and state-recognized 501c3 charitable foundation. All the camps, clinics, and outreach are funded by website merchandise sales, sponsors, and donations. The mission is to reach kids and the fundamentals of fishing and to have a ton of fun while they're out there. Head on over to kidscanfish.net and take a look at all the cool stuff that they've got planned right now. They've got the upcoming tournament of the Running of the Bulls out of St. Simons Island. I will be there. Abby will be there. There. We're really excited to get back out there, and that helps fund part of their mission all the time. So if you're considering doing any kind of charitable donations in the fishing world, this is an excellent place right here. So again, kidscanfish.net, help them out. More tackle boxes, less Xboxes. Good stuff. New episode, new week. It is good to be in the chair talking to y'all. Man, I love this stuff. Hope you're doing well wherever you are and whatever you're doing. Things are going exactly how you want, exactly how you planned, because that is the key of awesomeness, right? <laughs> uh, fishing's been good. Hopefully it's doing well in your area. We're coming out of winter, getting our, we're finally in spring, and the water temperatures are starting to rise, and you know what that means? Them fish are coming back hard. And it's perfect that that's happening right now with this episode. This week, we are back talking with FWC, and we are going to talk about the Catch a Florida Memory Program. If you're not a part of it yet, you've been missing out. And if you were a part of it before, you need to take a look at it now if you stopped, because it's revamped, it's changed, and so many cool things are actually starting to come out of this that you'd be like, wait, 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 what happened? Seriously, it's going to be great. So this week, we're going to be talking with uh, Harlan Shackelford and back on the show again is Jill Christofferson. So you heard her voice last time we were talking with FWC and, uh, yeah, they're both here and it's going to be a great, great episode. I hope you're ready. So without further ado, me flapping my jibs, like I always do in the intro. Welcome to the show. Y'all good to have you here. Thank you so Thanks much for having us. So last time you were listening to this show, I had uh, Emily and Jill on. We were talking FWC straight out flat. This time we are talking with Jill again, which I'm excited about. She rocked it out last time. And now we get to bring on a new person onto the show, Mr. Harlan Shackelford. He is part of the FWC. I'm not going to steal his thunder. I'm going to let him talk to us about it. So welcome to the show, guys. We're glad to have you back on. Thank you so much for coming. So let's start off with you, Harlan. Welcome to the show. And tell us about yourself. Hey, Brian. I'm glad to be here. Um, I'm Harlan Shackelford. I work as the uh, marketing specialist for uh, FWC's Division of Marine Fisheries Management. I'm a uh, pretty avid angler and um, super passionate about the resource that we have in the state of Florida with our fisheries. Nice. Welcome. All right. And Jill, I need you to let everybody know about you again. Come on. Come back into the show. Thank you so much for having me back. Uh, Jill Christofferson. Um, I uh, work for the Division of Marine Fisheries as a fisheries biologist in the outreach and education subsection. I'm based out of Jacksonville. And um, I just am very passionate about fish, fisheries, and uh, excited to be here to talk to you about this uh, awesome topic. Oh, thanks, guys. And Jill, I've uh, made sure that I've said, you know, a couple times, no, no, not a fishing biologist. Hold up, hold up. You got to read it. Go, go back to what she talked about. 
that was fun that was that was such a fun episode you guys and it did wonderful lots of people tons of feedback uh, about the fwc and things that people were like oh now i have a better contact now i know what to do it, it seemed like that episode really opened up a lot of people to being more comfortable talking to their local fwc uh agents which is phenomenal to me because that's the only way we all get better is communication really so thank you so much for that uh, last episode you, you just rocked it out of the park jill you and Emily well, nailed it. So and I, I, I really hope it did because I, I know sometimes people are a little nervous, but really we're just a bunch of people who really love fish and wildlife and, and want to talk to people about it. So I, I'm, I hope that that came across because I will nerd out about fish anytime <laughs> I can I can vouch for this statement <laughs> <laughs> oh it doesn't get more perfect than that all right so let's dig into the meat and potatoes here why uh, why we're here we're talking about the catch a Florida memory program and we like I said Harlan we, we met before we met at iCast really cool happenstance and it's really just been a lot of fun talking to you offline and trying to learn uh, about all the program there so let's start it off here what is the catch a Florida memory program yeah, so the uh, Catch Water Memory Program is uh, FWC's saltwater angler recognition program. Um, it's designed to enhance the uh, fishing experience for Florida anglers, um, provide them recognitions and prizes for different achievements, uh, while encouraging, encouraging them to uh, target a diversity of species. Um, it provides better fishing experiences for seasoned anglers and kind of cultivates that interest um, in saltwater fishing for newer anglers, for youth anglers, uh, people of all ages, really. Um, and all the while, it's strengthening marine fisheries conservation ethics and creating a platform for FWC to kind of engage those anglers in a way. Um, we've got uh, three main programs categories. Uh, you have the Grand Slams, the Real Big Fish, and the Life List. Um, our Grand Slam program has nine categories, uh, each with three specified fish that need to be caught within like a 24-hour period. Um, in order to qualify for that recognition, um, the Real Big Fish program has 30 species and it rewards anglers for catching fish over a certain size. Um, there's youth and adult categories for this program. Um, the fish do need to be photographed on a link measuring device to qualify. Um, and last but certainly not least, uh, we have our lifeless program, which has 70 species of fish that people essentially cross off through the course of their Florida fishing experience over time. And that's why it's called the lifeless, because it, it's going to take you a while to um, to kind of like check all those off it's not something you just do overnight yeah that's true uh, <laughs> um, right now i mean we've got over 4,000 uh, participants uh in the u.s and canada who've submitted uh over 28,000 catches um for over 180 different species in florida wow that's monster growth absolutely it's, it's been phenomenal to see in the, the time that i've been here with fwc just kind of seeing it take off and grow and flourish and just seeing all these people that are involved and happy to be involved with stakeholders, the partners, it's, it's been a phenomenal thing to witness. I can definitely understand. One thing that you mentioned and would back up a little bit here was the conservation piece of how that actually plays heavily into the Catch a Florida Memory Program. And Jill, I know we talked heavily about conservation and the pieces of how it's been uh, evolving, getting better, getting stronger, and especially with FWC involved and with all the partners. So uh, that program together with you has got to be a huge like help on tracking and everything for uh, what's going on in the state. Yeah, no, it's it's been really great, you know, for us to be able to engage with anglers on conservation, but it also kind of helps us 
um, see where we're at with a lot of in a lot of different uh, topics and and a lot of different parts of the state. So it's been really great on several different fronts. It's really smart. So when did the program start? So initially, back in the 1990s, there were four Grand Slams, and that's kind of the very beginning. But then in 2014, uh, we revamped those Grand Slams to include a more diverse array of species, and it uh, involved, evolved into the nine categories that we have now. And then in 2016, we officially launched the Casual Florida Memory Program as it is today, um, and that has the saltwater lifeless and real big fish programs in it. Well, if we're not changing, I mean, it gets stale. And with technology and everything else, everything's got to change a little. So that totally makes sense. Exactly. Exactly. We want to adjust to meet our, the needs of our, our, our resources and also our public. Perfect. Well, why did the program come to life? So Florida is lucky to have so many popular sport fish that people throughout the state and country come to target. So to ensure that there are populations of these incredible fish um, are available for like generations to come, we designed Catch a Florida Memory to challenge anglers to target this diversity of species and to reduce the pressure on some of these most sought after species. Um, and this program has also become a really great way for uh, new anglers to get involved in Florida's recreational marine fisheries because it provides different incentives to get out on the water, encourage best fishing practices, um, and also, we really wanted a way to engage with our anglers and then engage more to groups, uh, diverse groups of people um, in the sport of fishing. So with all of those things in mind, that's kind of how Catch a Florida Memory came to be and, and has kind of taken this, this evolution to what it is now. Very, very nice. Nice and smart. Harlan, anything to add? You know, it's, it's been interesting for me because before, you know, I started working with FWC, um, being an angler myself, uh, there's just so much that I didn't realize that this program did. Um, and then as I got more involved, uh, it kind of allowed me to to see that, and, and it really brought it like you know uh, to the front for me. Um, a lot, oftentimes now when I go fishing, um, there's very small details that I notice. Like if I'm at a, an, an area where there are several other anglers, just like you know, I could catch the biggest redfish of my life, but you know, it w that wouldn't be nearly as cool as seeing like a catch a Florida memory sticker on somebody's cooler or like somebody. I literally, one time I was out fishing and um, there was this uh, older lady and she had a her, her little boat and had like a uh, a battery uh, that she had for her trolling motor and I was um, actually helping her out. Uh, she was having some issues with the battery and uh, as I'm like going to like connect the um, the battery to the power. Uh, I noticed on, on the side of the battery there was like a, a, a catch for the memory sticker with like a little wear and tear on it that like she had had for a while and that, you know that just it didn't matter what else happened that day just seeing that and seeing that we've allowed the anglers to have this resource and that that's you know they think of it so highly it's that's what does it for me. What has been the benefit of the program? Catch for the memory is allowed you know, uh, similar to kind of how I was talking about, you know, having that experience with that stakeholder, um, it's allowed staff to get to know and interact with more of our anglers. Um, it's provided a way for us to connect with them outside of the traditional regulatory setting and it's really allowed us to grow some really great relationships and share in uh, so many really wonderful fishing experiences around the state um, while also learning a lot more about our angler base as a whole. Um, it's also providing an alternative platform for us to engage best fishing practices and raise awareness about uh, those 
fish species that are not as caught as commonly as others. And uh, the benefit of that is it reduces the pressure on those commonly sought after species while making our anglers a lot more aware about those ones that they uh, may often overlook and, and incentivizes them to catch them. So I, I love that part about it because for me, like, you know, you, it's easy to, to catch, uh, I wouldn't say easy, but um, an inshore slam, you know, it's, you, you, can, you can reasonably do that. But, you know, when you start catching some of those species of fish that um, you don't see nearly as often, uh, or maybe the ones that don't get taken home to, for dinner for, for some folks, to me, that's whenever I, I really start to have a good time as an angler, whenever I'm, you know, you, you may be reeling in a ladyfish or something of, of that category. Um, that, that does it for me. Perfect. Jill? Um, yeah, I mean, it's really encouraging when we get to see people that are, like, actually excited to catch a saltwater catfish um, or, or, you know, something like that. And it, it really has given us, you know, a different way to, to interact with anglers who are, you know, more comfortable um, saying, hey, I caught this fish, what is it? Or, hey, I have a question on this thing. So I, I think it's, it's been rewarding in, in really both of those aspects. How has the program helped with knowledge and conservation? The anglers who participate in Catch and Floor Memory, um, we do an annual survey. And so we've gotten to learn a lot about the um, anglers that participate. And they have indicated that they have actually learned a lot about Florida's marine fisheries just by participating, which is like the warmest of hearts for me. Um, so some of the numbers that we got back is that over 90% of the anglers in the, um, that answered the survey um, said they have learned more about Florida saltwater species by participating. And then 82% of the respondents reported that participating, they participated in the program to be further engaged in conservation and the sport of fishing, which is another just like really warm and fuzzy statistic. And then, um, you know, going back to one of the reasons we created the program, 75% of the respondents found themselves targeting a wider variety of saltwater fish because of participating in the program. And, you know, these, these numbers are really just kind of so encouraging, encouraging to us to know that, you know, we're accomplishing some of these goals. And then on a broader scale, 43% um, said that they had explored other SWC programs because of participating in the program. So we're building bridges as well. Um, and this program has been really helpful in identifying gaps also of where we need to do a better job educating on certain topics. Like one of them is, you know, fish identification. Um, and so we're able to take that information and find ways that we can address those gaps on a statewide level and also kind of, you know, see if there are trends and maybe we're um, have these gaps in people that inshore fish or in this, you know, part of the state. So it's, it's really given us um, a lot of information about the people that are fishing and how we can work with them better in the future going forward. Smart. Harlan? I mean, I think uh, Jill really came full circle on that one. I, you know, there's so much, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's so much that goes into that data that, you know, we're able to, um, to, to really understand our anglers a lot better just from those surveys, you know, they, they provide, you know, genuine feedback and for our program, that information is invaluable. Um, so, you know, we, we give a lot of praise to our anglers for just taking that little bit of time to do that. It is, it is certainly how we're able to move forward and benefit and as we, you know, restructure what the program looks like and, and identify gaps and areas where we can grow as a program and, and better serve our stakeholders, I mean, that's where it all starts. Um, so, I, you know, it's, it's pretty awesome. 
One thing I love that you guys are doing, especially on the Facebook page, um, is you've got the post where you'll drop a picture and say, all right, fish ID. And, you know, every, the, the comments come in and it's still pretty cool to go through. And you'll see a lot of people give the same names or stuff like that. But one of the recent ones you dropped uh, had me go, huh, I wonder what that is. And I had to look it up. And granted, I could have cheated and went to the comments, but I didn't that time. Um, but I just put a general description of the fish into the Google search machine and it came up with the right thing. But what was really cool is, is when I clicked on it, it took me down a whole rabbit hole of, hey, this is what they like to eat. This is where you find them. This is, this is their migration pattern. All these pieces are like, holy crap, off that one picture, I picked up five or six nuggets to be able to go after that fish. So that that piece right there was huge. And thank you all for doing that because it, I think it is also incorporated adding to the knowledge base of people to learn about these fish because you might not see them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, the biggest thing there is, you know, we focus so much on outreach and education. So anytime that, you know, we have that opportunity to, um, you know, bring our anglers closer to the resource and closer to that knowledge that, you know, uh, they're able to find uh, through um, FWC's websites and, and just that additional material that we, we provide to anglers, um, you know, I, I kind of see our social media platforms as, as that opportunity, that um, almost that bridge that kind of connects the two in some ways. So uh, that you saying that is uh, very validating on the sense that uh, of all of the efforts that we've kind of put into that. So thank you. Thank you, guys. You're the ones. I just get to be a part of the program and make my, you know, attack. <laughs> I try to attack my life list knowing that I eventually need to get on a boat. But uh, <laughs> it's it's no still doubt. fun. <laughs> it's really good. All right. Well, now is a perfect opportunity for us to pause because it is right into the beginning part of this episode. And it's time for you all to make sure that you got bait on your line. It is your first bait check of the episode. Reel that line in. Make sure you're good. Hopefully you caught a bunch of fish by now because that's what we all want. We want you to catch fish. It's the whole premise of this podcast, people. I want you to catch them wherever you are. And learning all these things makes a big difference. This bait check is being brought to you by The Sinker Guy. Head on over to thesinkerguy.com. Take a look at everything that Chip's got going on in the uh, Sinker Guy garage. Bruno Rig, he's got to. We don't talk about Bruno. That's right. Or maybe you need to get your hands on snoods, mortician rigs, or maybe you need sinkers. It's in his name, the sinker guy. Got you covered. Lots of good things in the shop there to get your hands on and get you set up for success in fishing. Head on over to thesinkerguy.com, get your order in today. So what has been one of the most memorable catches you've seen since being on board at FWC and seeing this program come to life? Yeah, I'd have to give that question to Jill. She's um, This program has been a big part of, of what she's done in her time at FWC, and I know she's got way more stories than I do. <laughs> All right, Jill, take us down uh, the hole. Let's see this. Oh, gosh. I mean, there really are too many to count. Like I said, we've got 28,000 catches that um, we've reviewed. So, I mean, I my the ones that make me the happiest are actually um, being able to see the life list get checked off, um, especially the younger participants when they start them real young, um, can see a lifelong love and stewardship for the resource beginning to develop over the years and, and even intergenerational. Um, I know we've got several participants where we've, you know, seen them participate, you know, for several years. And then it's funny because they'll stop for a year or two and then they'll pop back up and then they're, they'll have their child with them as well. So then we'll get um, submissions from them and their kid, you know, uh, which is, which is really, really cool. I'm getting to see them kind of share this program and that love of fishing with them 
you know, as, as they get old enough. So those are probably some of the most memorable catches that we've had submitted, um, even more so than some of those really big fish, which, I mean, we get to see a lot of big fish, but it's, it's you know, those smaller ones or that first fish or, you know, fishing with, fishing with grandpa that, that really kind of warms my heart and, and makes me think of them the most. Oh, those ones. Everybody listen to this. I know you're going to not agree to this because there's no way you can't. Is there anything better than seeing the kid with that smile on the first catch? And they're like, oh, first catch with grandpa. That that grin, that smile. And granted, there's a couple of terror faces like, I don't want to touch that. But the majority, it's like just elation on their faces. It, it really is. I mean, there's, there's like, you can just, you can feel it through the picture, you know, pictures mm-hmm. are, are worth a thousand words and, and you can really just like feel it radiating from the photos, like just how special that catch was and how special that experience is. And, and it's, it's really very rewarding that we get to see part of that, even, even the small part that we play. It's, it's really very, very cool. And one of my favorite things about the program. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yes. Well, it's, the world where we're in now, digital media world, social media, all these pieces, I mean, we've gone a long way, long, long way in life to be able to celebrate people catching these fish and living their best life and enjoying it, getting their time, getting their family time in. With the program itself, is it just a submit and quit or is there more to it? So, uh, yeah, participating in Catch for Memory is what it, you want it to be. Uh, for some people, it's about, it's a uh, submit and quit situation. Um, they come from another state. Uh, have a great fishing experience and they submit it to the program and have a really nice souvenir uh, from the experience so they get to brag about for years. Um, but for others, I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but um, it's more of a journey trying to catch all the grand slams or cross all the species off the life list. Or we have anglers that compete with each other to see who has the most real big fish. Um, if anglers want to be the one and done, that, uh, that's up to them. Um, but we're really just happy that we got to be a part of that fishing experience. Um, and if they want to pro- you know, progress through the program and tackle new challenges, uh, we have the means to reward them for that. And we're honored that they continue to come back and participate. That is really cool. And yeah, I get the, what you're saying, especially with the tourists that come down and get to see us because tourism is a huge thing with Florida. So being able to double document is, uh, you know, talk about your trip and then keep coming back down every year. That's, that's really going to drive that hope and that need to keep going. So a lot of fun with that, I'm sure. So we're talking about the submission here. Uh, let's move into that part of the program. What happens after someone submits their catch? It's really important for people to know that someone looks at every photo they send us. <laughs> um, we individually review about, I think right now it's between four and 600 submissions every month. Um, and so what we do is we verify the species, make sure that it is what they thought it was um, for the real big foot. Uh, real big fish submissions, we also verify the length and we um, kind of are, are pretty stringent on that. Um, and then we make sure the post person in the photo is the same person on the submission form. So obviously if someone, you know, submits it and says they're a 10 year old, we want to see that there's a 10 year old, you know, holding the fish in the photo. And um, once the submission is reviewed, we'll notify the angler if their catches were approved or denied. Um, if there are any changes that were made, so if they, you know, submitted it as a Gulf flounder and it was actually a Southern flounder, we'll let them know. And um, we'll also tell them why. Um, we'll give them some information on the species, how to identify them going forward. 
Um, and then once they've received that email, you know, confirming their um, their catches and their um, that it's been approved, um, a few weeks after that, we'll typically mail out the prize packages. And um, and anglers can keep track of their progress and the recognitions on their achievements page, so they can see, you know, which uh, fish they have crossed off their life list, and they can also see that, you know, this has been approved and so forth. Perfect. So this isn't one of those situations where, you know, if you're out at the beach or on a boat, whatever, however you're going to do the submission, it doesn't have to be a 36 inch amberjack. You know, you could put in a super small fish. It still falls into that. Hey, yep. I caught it uh, block. Correct. As long as it's released. Right. So if you, you know, have to release something that's out of season or, you know, doesn't meet the, the measurement required, you can still submit it, but you, you have to release it. So if it looks like you harvested that fish, um, you'll probably get a, a reminder email from us that, you know, that's not legal to harvest and we, you know, can't approve it for that reason. But if you're just out on the water and you, you know, we, my, one of my favorites is there was a gas top gale catfish that was probably no bigger than their hand. And um, yeah, no, we'll, we'll, we'll accept that. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I can only imagine the dread of getting an email from FWC in the program. And it's like, hey, by the way, that fish you caught, that was a no-no. Um, I, w I would be in full panic mode. Yeah, I would. Uh, we, we are here to educate. This is an education program. Um, we've, we've had to send a few of those. Thankfully, not very many. Um, but, you know, we, for the most part, our anglers, you know, want to do the right thing. And so we just, you know, want to educate them so that they can do better next time. That's so great that you cleared that up with that. Thank you very much, Jill, for mentioning that point. So everybody, it's still good. And like she said, if it's out of season, all that stuff, and you marked it released, that's good. Don't be trying to put a forbidden, you know, a no-no species on your dinner plate or on the counter of your kitchen and say, oh, hey, look, I caught this. You know, if you released it, it's all good. Take your picture and send it back yeah. happily to be caught again. And Brian, exactly. to that to that point too, I mean, you talk about the, the Facebook page earlier. I mean, when we do the Fish ID Friday, you know, when it comes to these species that are on the life list or uh, Grand Slam or real big fish, um, there's so much of that that uh, when we when we kind of like um, give descriptions of these fish, you know, we'll we'll highlight those regulatory um, tidbits of information at times to kind of make anglers more aware. So then, when it comes full circle and they get to find out what the answer is, they'll you know they'll have that knowledge to take with them too. Right. Makes absolute sense. And going back to like our first episode, you know, you guys aren't out there to do anything nefarious or anything like that. It's all about celebrating and educating. And that's been the biggest piece. Yes, there's enforcement. Of course, there's enforcement. That's life. But everything that I've seen, especially from the last episode to now on social media and the times that I've talked with anybody FWC, it's always been about the angler and the species. It's like, look, we're happy for you. Just keep doing the good things you are. And this is just another great way to celebrate people catching and doing the right thing constantly and how trying to help this whole sport and the fish grow and can maintain conservation. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've, I've, one of my favorite things to remind people is that this program is nothing without the people that participate in it. So we are incredibly grateful to everyone who does that. And, and we want to encourage them to continue to enjoy the resource resource and work with us. So good, you guys. Awesome on every level, really. This is phenomenal. 
So we mentioned, or you mentioned in there, we uh, about prizes, and this is, I think, where I, I've seen some confusion that I've had in a small circle of friends. They're like, "Well, how does it work?" Well, it says here how this, but let's talk about that. How do the prizes work? Yeah, uh, Brian. So anglers are rewarded and recognized uh, for submitting qualifying catches, as we kind of talked about earlier. The three main categories being checklist, real big fish, and grand slams. Um, prize packages for lower level recognitions, for example a single real big fish, a grand slam, or uh, 10 fish on your life list, uh, which would put you in the 10 fish life list club. Um, they include a, certif a certificate and a uh, t-shirt along with some other prizes when available, such as like tumblers or neck gaiters. Um, as you continue to progress in those different tiers um, of the programs, the, uh, the prize packs um, for those higher level recognitions, like the grand slams and the real big fish tiers, uh, and then the life life list 30, uh, 50, and 70 fish club. Um, you start you also get those certificates like you did before, but then you start seeing things come in like uh, hats and fishing gear, performance shirts, uh, and other higher value items. Um, and then it's just as you continue to progress through those three uh, main programs, um, you just continue to see even more value added items that um, you know are being sent to you as the anglers, kind of a thank you for participating in the program and, you know, providing that invaluable uh, feedback to us uh, just through sheer participation, allowing us to kind of see what you're doing as an angler and as a stakeholder and um, providing that information that uh, without without that, it's what our program couldn't be. Um, you know, and participants who've earned uh, recognition, they're also entered into our monthly raffles, um, which include fishing gear, uh, jewelry, artwork, uh, performance sunglasses, um, like swag bags with uh, a tackle in them or um, all kinds of stuff. It's, it's pretty awesome. Um, but anglers that have qualified for the Triple Threat Club, that is, they receive a certificate, a performance shirt, and uh, exclusive raffle opportunities that um, may vary from our typical uh, monthly raffles that we have. And I don't think we mentioned this earlier, but just the, the triple threat club is someone who has successfully um, completed 10 fish on their life list, caught a real big fish and a grand slam. So they're a triple threat. They've checked out all of the, the programs off their list and they get um, a couple extra little goodies for that. You got yeah, me. Great point. You knew, uh, you, it's great. like you knew I was about to ask that question. I was like, oh, what's the triple threat? <laughs> she beat you. She beat you to the punch, man. <laughs> got to be faster than that. Ugh, Jill, I don't know if I can keep having you on the show. You're getting in my head. It's like you know what I'm going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll, it'll be, the, it'll be the, Brian, the, the Brian and the and Jill show before long, right? Oh, <laughs> no. That's just funny. <laughs> I would not be sad about doing weekly episodes of the FWC. Are you kidding? No way. I'd love that. <laughs> Well, you mentioned one part with the triple threat, so let's let's back it up there. What are the life lists? Okay, yeah. So the life list is basically a, obviously a list um, that challenges anglers to catch seventy different species of specific species of saltwater fish. And so it's somewhat inspired by uh, similar programs in the birding community. It's very common for birders to keep a life list of birds that they see. So we thought this would be a really great way to engage Florida anglers um, to help them keep track of their catches. And it is a challenge because it's meant for an angler to keep uh, to catch these species over a lifetime. And there's really a, a very wide range of species, um, everything from catfish to swordfish to bonefish, thresher sharks, um, you know, redfish is on there. So it really encompasses everything that fishing in Florida has to offer. Um, and the, um, the tiers, so you get prizes for uh, being in the 10 fish club, 
then 30, 50, and um, then catching all 70 species. What? Damn it. The life list is a crazy achievement. And it's fun when you go to the website and you take a look at how many people are on there. It's not many. Uh, one I know for sure that is on there. I've had her on the show before, Allison Statner of Real uh, Real Love, and she has been a huge like this. This program is great, and she has been a huge uh, proponent. I don't know the best word here, but she has been a huge uh, cheerleader for this program. She's always talking about how great it is, and and she's on that list. She caught the lifetime list. And it's, it is not a simple get it done. It, this is a time of many hours of work. You're going to need to be at the uh, inshore. You're going to need to go offshore. You're going to need to travel to certain areas to catch certain fish. It is a real achievement and a wonderful goal to go after. Yeah, no, Allison is incredible. She is our front runner right now. I think she's got the most species crossed off and we don't have anyone that's gotten all 50 yet but she is the closest although we have at least one or two other anglers that are closing in i had someone email me just the other day that was like what where am i at what's the next closest person how far away am I?" <laughs> yeah and, and and to add to that point um we do have anglers that uh, have hit the 50 uh club uh the, the lifeless 50 fish club mile mark um milestone uh, but the 70 is the coveted one that uh, we don't have anglers uh, there yet. Uh, but we, there's a handful that have uh, have achieved that uh, 50 fish lifeless status. Um, but the master angler would be the 70 fish on your life list. And uh, that, that one is still vacant. Hmm. So vacant, you say. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fun to be able to have a checklist to go after because – we all know as anglers, it's so much fun to learn how a different species fights or how they live. You know, some of these deep water fish, like we talked about before, Jill, on, you know, returning them right and return them, how to do it with the descending devices. Some of these fish are going to require those devices and you have to be prepared. So if you're going to get into this program, make sure you have the tools to help you do the conservation piece to get it back to safety so it doesn't have barotrauma. And if you haven't listened to the earlier episode with FWC, go back and check that out. There was a lot of information passed about that program to help out with this because it is about conservation, celebrating you and conserving our natural resources for later so people can catch that fish again. Man, that was a mouthful that took me a moment to get out. Sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) You are all good, man. You're doing awesome. Yeah. No, that's perfect. And I mean, that is, that's exactly right. You know, this is, this is about con- conservation. And, and if you are going after those deep water species, hopefully you're not catching just one. So the chances that you're going to need to return something is, is pretty good. So being <laughs> yeah. aware of those, of those requirements is, is, is very important. Absolutely. So let's talk about this piece of getting involved. How do people get involved with the Catch a Florida Memory Program? Yeah, uh, Brian, it's pretty simple. Um, they can sign up at the Catch a Florida Memory website, which would be catchafloridamemory.com. Uh, and once they're signed up, they can start submitting. Um, also, we kind of touched on it a couple of times earlier. Uh, they can follow us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com uh, backslash catch a, uh, catch a FL memory, uh, short for Catch a Florida Memory. Um, you can also send us uh, an email at uh, anglerrecognitions at myfwc.com um, if 
you have any questions at all or uh, message us through Facebook as well. Um, we have multiple ways to receive that uh, input from stakeholders and are happy to answer uh, any questions you guys might have. Outstanding. Well, before we move on to the next set of questions here, it's been enough time. we got to do another bait check. It's the second bait check of the episode, and hopefully you've caught a bunch of fish by now and everything's been great. And you got all your pictures ready to go with proper measurements and everything to be able to send it back in so you can get on this fun train and possibly win yourself a prize. This bait check is being brought to you by Ninja Tackle. Head on over to NinjaTackleVA.com and get your hands on some awesome gear. The new seven-foot, one-piece rod is awesome. I love it. You've all seen me use it. I've used it here at the surf. I throw lures out with it, and I've been catching bonita and some other fun fish, bluefish, Spanish, or more. Maybe you need the travel rod because you're like me. You work, and you got to go out somewhere, and it's nice to have that one little rod hiding in the background. The seven-foot, four-piece travel rod. You like the surf? No problem there. I got you covered all the way up to 12 foot. Lots of great things in there. Reels, bait, rigs, you name it. He's got it. NinjaTackleVA.com. Get your order in quick. Lots of good stuff to get your hands on. So now that we've talked about the program and how to get involved with it, let's move into the people portion. How do people support and help grow the Catch a Florida Memory program? So that is a great question. And really the best way that people can help support uh, Catch a Florida Memory is easy. It's by participating in the program and telling their friends and family about their experiences. Um, They can also share uh, Facebook posts, but really by um, participating in the program, it gets, you know, gets them excited, gets them telling people about it. Um, and then they'll also be able to um, participate in the triple threat throwdown, which is um, coming, uh, actually happening right now. Um, so the shortest answer is participation, participation, participation. <laughs> I'd say just to add on that, you know, we, we talk about, you know, telling friends and family. I mean, there's, you can't really put a price tag on the value of that ripple effect that can happen by just sharing your, not just telling people, but sharing your experiences, like posting those pictures uh, on, on your, whether it be your social media platform or wherever, and, and, you know, maybe tagging us in that post or just saying, Hey, you know, I'm super excited about my life list and um, I caught this really great fish. I'm, I'm, I'm working my way towards certain tiers, just doing that and kind of like creating that organic opportunity to really, tell your friends about uh, the program and, and how much fun that you had uh, participating in it. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, um, I mean, if you're not having fun, are you really fishing, you know? So, Talking earlier, you mentioned a triple threat throwdown. So let's, let's peel the onion back on that a little bit. What is the triple threat throwdown? Uh, great question, Brian. So it's an exclusive raffle opportunity for triple threat club members. Um, it is designed to reward uh, our active participants to exemplify those program goals of catch a Florida memory by targeting a diversity of species. And kind of as we discussed earlier, the triple threat club being, you know, having um, hit a certain threshold on your achievements in the life list, real big fish and grand slam program. So that would essentially put you into this, uh, this triple threat throwdown. Um, If you have one uh, accomplish that feat and then two uh, have been actively participating in the program this year, um, accomplishing, uh, those recognitions. The program sounds really cool. I mean, the fact that you, you, you got to play it a different way to get in and involved in this. And that's really fun because it's going to help you do all facets of fishing. So I'm loving that this is something coming up and you're celebrating people for it. What is the purpose of the triple threat throwdown? 
So great question. So the Triple Threat Throwdown was created to help us increase awareness and participation in the Catch the Florida Memory Program, um, but also it gives us a way to really reward our anglers and our, our most active anglers with a really, really cool prize. Um, we're giving away this really awesome kayak from Bonafide, and um, it's got a really cool package from Yak Attack. And so it's not just about us, you know, increasing awareness, but it's also about giving back and rewarding the anglers. Um, that have been such great participants over the years. Incentivizing never hurts. It really doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Incentivizing and celebrating are two awesome things, and this this program is definitely crushing it when it comes to that. How do I participate in the Triple Threat program uh, if I'm new to the Catch a Florida Memory? So participation in Catch a Florida Memory is um, achieved through submitting those qualifying catches and achieving a Triple Threat club status uh, by September 5th, uh, 2023, and that's how uh, you will be able to um, enter into this triple threat throwdown as long as you're actively participating in the program as of this year leading up to that September 5th uh, cutoff date, um, and you have achieved that triple threat club uh, status. Um, So in a a nutshell, one, you're going to want that triple threat club status, uh, and then also one of those qualifying recognitions that are in that triple threat uh, club program, you have to achieve uh, between um, January 1st of this year that's already passed and September 5th uh, of this year. So we're giving our anglers a a pretty significant window to kind of have that opportunity to either A, get involved with the program for the first time, achieve that triple threat uh, club status, or if they are already there, um, at some point during the year this year, they can, uh, achieve one of those uh, recognitions uh, to further ver- uh, validify their status in the triple threat club and qualify for the throwdown. Um, and as Jill mentioned earlier, we have a phenomenal uh, prize pack uh, available for um, one of those anglers that does so. Uh, and we couldn't really do that without amazing partners that we have for the program like Bonafide and Yak Attack. You guys, this is a lot of fun. I mean, we're just crushing through the time here. But before we continue, we got to get one last bait check knocked out because, you know, we got to catch them fish. It's that third and final bait check of the episode. And yeah, I mean it. We want you to catch fish. So hopefully you've caught a bunch. And if you haven't, what are you, what are you doing? You got to move. Maybe you got to change your bait. Something's got to give. You know you want to. It's all good. But I really hope you're in the car listening to this on the way home. This bait check is being brought to you by DS Custom Tackle. DSCustomTackle.com is a great website filled with lots of support equipment for your fishing. If you want to get a bunch of floats, rigs, hooks, all that, he has it on there. Maybe you want to get your hands on the new flea bag, the glow-in-the-dark sand flea-looking float. Really cool looking. They got them. Maybe you need the fruit basket. You like the bright flea. You like the bright colors. Hey, fish like colors, right? Well, I mean, we hope they do. We use them. So you can get a lot of cool stuff from them at dscustomtackle.com. And if you're a rig maker looking to get into mass producing, you can also reach out to them. They have programs available for you. So dscustomtackle.com. Get yourself set up. Get all that fun stuff. So finally, let's bump into the last couple pieces here. Uh, we talked about the triple threat. We've talked about the whole uh, Catch Florida memory program. And lots of cool stuff has been shared. 
you mentioned in talking about the partners, you know, you, you mentioned with Bonafide and Yak Attack with the new triple threat. That's really cool. Uh, how to if anybody wanted to partner with you to join in on this to help celebrate or however they want to do it, how do people get involved with that? That's a great question. Um, so really the, the easiest way is to uh, contact us or send us an email at um, anglerrecognition at myfwc.com. And uh, just let them know, um, you know, what they're interested in. We have lots of different um, partner opportunities. They can, you know, sponsor some of our prize packs, on, you know, for sort of a long-term sponsorship. Or if they, you know, only have maybe a few that they would be interested in, sort of more of a small scale, um, they could just kind of sponsor some of our raffle prizes. And um, I did want to also note that uh, Kids Can Fish, who I, I think is a sponsor of the show, is, is one of our partners. So that's, that's really cool kind of seeing that connection there. Um, but we, we really just um, are so, you know, I said this can't be done without our anglers, but we're also um, unable to do this without our partners as well, who have been ridiculously generous. Um, you know, Martin County down, down, donates a lot of things to our prize packs. Um, we have some really great giveaways um, by uh, Mustad has some really great prize packs. Um, Florida Nomad has been incredible. Um, I, I can't even list them all. Um, Mount this fish company, we give away fish mounts. Like we could not do this program without our partners. So if anyone um, is interested, you know, reach out to us and we will find something that works for you. You know, we're always happy to work with interested people because, you know, we, we, we are a service uh, program and um, we, we thrive on our partners. They, they make us better. Um, so I think that's a very long-winded answer to that question. <laughs> that's perfect because, like, like you said, you know, even the anybody that's going to want a partner is probably involved in the industry somehow, some way. But we're all in it for the same thing: catching fish, making memories, maybe putting some food on the table. There's so many great things about fishing, and the availability for somebody to partner up with you all to help celebrate the celebration. There's no going wrong with that. That's great. It's phenomenal. And if you can get involved, reach on out. You know, if you want to be a part of this and you want to help out and maybe be able to brighten someone's day fishing with a piece of gear that you have, you may be the one person that does that. So don't forget, reach on out, help out. Great stuff, Jill. Really was. Um, we talked we talked a little bit about it slightly, um, especially with the revamp, because the revamp was wonderful. Are you noticing a lot with previous users starting to get back in the game? Yes, definitely. So the Triple Threat Throwdown has definitely helped re-engage. Um, I would say our last uh, few months since it started have been really huge for the program. I think uh, January we had the highest number of submissions we've ever had for the program. So that has definitely helped re-engage people. Um, we did a website redesign not too long ago, and uh, we continue to make improvements on that so to make it more user-friendly. And um, I know what has been a, a big concern for anglers for uh, a while now is that our turnaround time. And so recently we've been able to reduce that as well. Um, it, was, it was getting a little long there, um, but we've you know, hired a little bit more staff and, and with some other changes, we've been able to really reduce that. So people are getting um, approvals for their submissions um, within the week as where it had been a lot longer previously. So we've, we've really seen a lot of people get, you know, re-excited about the program and, and be really excited about jumping back in. Um, and it's been really great to, to have those people come back to us and, and participate, you know, whether it be that it's, you know, become a little bit easier from the program side or that they're, you know, really hoping to win the snazzy kayak. Um, honestly, we don't care. We're just happy to have you back. 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And to add to that a little bit, I mean, you know, we want to be a part of that excitement. You know, we don't want you to go out there and catch a fish, submit it to our program. And then, you know, maybe like uh, several weeks later, a month later, however long that is, you know, we, you hear back from us, we approve it. We want to be as much a part of that excitement as you are with your friends, with your family, with whoever you share that with. We want to see it. We want to be a part of it. And we want our anglers to think of the program, think of Catch a Florida Memory, and associate that positive experience with the program, with FWC, with Catch a Florida Memory as a whole. Um, for us, that just having that opportunity to be involved is invaluable. So, Jill, you really brought it home there, but I did want to add that. I mean, it's I think it's critical for us to be associated with that positive experience that our anglers have. Oh, yeah. I, I, I completely agree. And I, I this, that just made me think of, like, it's not even just you and me. Like, I, I work in a lab, and if we get a really cool fish, like, I'm going to show that to everyone in this lab as well. You know, so we, we all really are a bunch of fish nerds who get really excited about the catches that people you know, send us. Um, so I don't know where I was going with this, but just it, it, it we do want to be part of that excitement and, and we share it with a lot of our anglers, you know, it's, it's not just, you know, another catch. It's like, Oh, look at this really cool fish. Or look at this really cool catch. Or, you know, this is their first fish they ever caught. And, and we get excited and I 100% get invested in our anglers. I'm like, Oh, this person's submitting a new fish. That's a new fish for them. I, you know, so. I, she looks forward to this on, on, on a weekly, daily hourly basis. I don't know how often she looks forward to it. She looks forward to it all the time. There's opportunities where uh, she's like, oh, I wonder, you know, I wonder if something's going to, they're so close, you know, and she's, um, that's what I really appreciate about Jill is that, you know, it's kind of hard to really bridge that relationship between our stakeholders, our anglers, and our staff at FWC, but if I could just say, like, one thing to that point, like, if somebody could just see the joy on Jill's face whenever um, an angler <laughs> hits a certain recognition, I, it, it, it's, it, I, to me, that is all that you would need to know about how passionate we are to be able to provide this and to serve our anglers and our stakeholders and ensure that they are receiving that outreach and that education that they need to further their uh, conservation experience in the state of Florida. It's, it's phenomenal. It sounds like it. Like I, I get excited just scrolling Facebook, seeing people do like cool catches and like, oh, and somebody's like, oh, it's my first. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. But Jill, I can only imagine it's like, it's like waiting for that letter from a friend and you get excited. It's like, oh, this is great. Oh my gosh. So you know, I can imagine that you probably get some sort of uh, personal relationship involved with these, you know, emails back and forth and seeing all these ones. I can only, I can't fathom it, but I can imagine how excited you get when you recognize somebody and they're, what they're doing. It, it it really is very gratifying, and I, I don't want to say it's not just me, Harlan. You know, you get excited too <laughs> with you know anglers, the, the repeat anglers that you know get invested. We get it, we do, we get invested, and you know, like even um, you know with the monthly raffles, you know, we don't um, we're, we're not the button pressers. We don't run the raffle. We have to um, have someone outside of the agency do that. But um, you know, whenever we get to see them, we're like, oh, I'm super excited. This person won something. You know, they've been participating for a long time, and you know, it's, it's so exciting to see them rewarded or it, it really is, you know, um, you know, gratifying to see people, you know, kids grow up through the program and they're like, Oh, they started when they're four and you know, now they're 10 and look how much they've grown. I mean, it's, it's, it's just really cool. And I, I, 
you know, then, you know, getting to meet them in person at events is, is you know, just another piece of the puzzle that Harlan really excels at, um, yeah. you know, in building those relationships even further. So um, it, it really is a labor of love for all of us. Yeah, I, c I could not agree more. And to kind of extend that, that idea of gratitude and that labor of love, I mean, the excitement that we share when anglers hit these achievements, for me at least, I know I have a very similar feeling uh, of the gratitude, excitement, and things whenever we have our partners that also, whether it be like they, they decide to uh, renew their, their partnership with us or uh, they are excited to share with us the things that are coming down the pipe for them and how, you know, we can both benefit from that mutual relationship that we have and just the things that they bring to the table. I mean, I get just as excited for that element of our program as I do for whenever our anglers um, submit those catches and we get, we get to cheer on their success from the sidelines. I equally same energy for our partners. I, we, we love it. So. I have to, this is a hundred percent true. Like watching Harlan land, like a really great partner for our anglers, like is, the sweetest thing ever because he just gets so excited because it's like something you know because he's an avid angler so it's when we get something that like he would be excited to have like he's like i know people are going to love this this is going to be so great you know and it's it's just it's so cool <laughs> what it boils down to is me and harlan are both super nervous and, <laughs> we're really excited about this and the staff around us too i mean i can't say enough good things about them i mean they they make it what it is as well and it, it's not we have so many, there's so many pieces involved within Division Marine Fisheries, and you know, um, while we have certain staff that are more focused on the program, like you know, all the way from uh, folks like myself, all the way up to our leadership and different people, they are just as excited about this and, and the achievements and the success and the anglers and everyone that's involved. Uh, they they're watching this as well. They see what's happening. They are energized by it, and we are just trying to match that same energy that we're seeing from our anglers and from our partners and everybody that's with the program and it's just it's i cannot say enough good things it's it's phenomenal so i mean it it does take a it, it takes a village uh to have a program like this but um all the way from the bottom to the top and everywhere in between uh, everybody's just thrilled to see it uh enjoying the success that it is yeah it's a great I program I, we got to give a shout out to ezra i'm sorry i know but Ezra is our our um a recent hire who's been doing a lot of the approvals lately, and he's also been been really really phenomenal. So I don't know if this will make it in, but I got to give a shout out to him because he has been integral in you know reducing that uh, turnaround time and getting those approvals out faster. Well, thank you, Ezra. Seriously, thank you. You're doing you're doing great things. Now I'm I'm all excited for you guys. I'm all like, oh man, I wish I could get on the email chain. Let me see what pictures came in today. Uh, I would I'd lose my mind probably because. I mean, who doesn't like seeing people catch fish in our world, I guess is the best way to say that. But who, who doesn't love seeing that excitement that's so energizing and just oh, good. I love good. <laughs> like I said earlier, if you're not having fun, you're not fishing, man. Yes, sir. Right. That is true. All right, you guys, well, you've crushed this as always. I mean, I love talking with you guys, and I'm really glad to see that the Catch Florida Memory Program is thriving. I love that the revamp is there. It's definitely a great program to be involved in. And like you said, uh, how to, what website do people go to to get signed up and get started? Yeah, that would be catchaflordamemory.com, uh, or you can visit us on Facebook, uh, backslash catchaflmemory, um, or you can 
send us an email at anglerrecognition at myfwc.com. We are open to any questions, comments, feedback that you can provide. We would love to have it. That part 100%. there, the questions part. Don't be scared to ask questions to FWC. It's not a bad thing. Ask questions. We are here to answer them. I literally have one angler who, you know, has connected through this program, and on a pretty regular basis, he'll just send me, like, what's this fish? What's this fish? I live for that. Like, send us all the questions. <laughs> <laughs> You guys have been phenomenal. Thank you so much for all of this from the first episode to where we are today talking about the Catch Florida Memory Program. Thank you for giving this information out, being so open, being so helpful to this program, to the people, all those ones together. Thank you guys so much, and thank you for coming on the show today. Really, I mean it. Thank you so very much. Thank you so much for having us. It was really just a joy and an honor to be here. I could not agree more, and I look forward to any opportunities that we may have in the future to be on your show, Brian. It was an absolute delight, man. Thank you. Uh, anytime. And, yeah, hey, uh, you, you call and say, hey, we're recording right now. I'm going to – if I'm going to home, I'm going to drop what I'm doing and run in here, and we'll do that. But, yes, anytime. You guys are always welcome on the show. I'd be happy to, and we can help people out. So thanks so much, and we'll talk to you guys soon. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that has been the FWC talking about the Catch a Florida Memory Program. Such a cool program and lots of great stuff. Harlan gave you all the links and all the things, and if you need them to go back, I'll have them postmarked back into the uh, description of the show, whether you find that through findingdemosurfishing.com or you find it through the Transistor main page that the show is hosted from. It will be set there so you can reach out, get started excellent program to celebrate you so hopefully this helped you hopefully you have a lot of fun with it i look forward to seeing your catches and hopefully you win yourself a prize you've been listening to finding demo surf fishing thanks for always being here your time love you guys i will see you next week i am out of here